0: What's up guys? Welcome back to Average Sakes and today we have a certified G and a bona fide sud, and you can't teach that, Mr. Jared Rocket Kravis.
1: What's going on, guys? Oh. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: I appreciate you coming out chilling up. That's so lit.
1: I mean, it's uh it's it's an honor. How many how many guests have you guys had? What's what episode number are we on right now?
0: We're on I think Sixty-seven, but you're only okay. our second guest. Second,
1: big time. Who second is the first?
0: Mark Grant, Padres announcer. Oh,
1: he's yeah. he's actually he's great.
0: Oh, it was yeah, so it was much fun out. talking
1: to him. Yeah, he's a he, uh, he's a really cool guy. Him and uh, you got to get Don next.
0: Yeah, pushing yeah. <laughs> for Don. Pushing, love Don.
1: Yeah, he's tough. He's tough to. I haven't even had Don on yet.
0: I sent him but, some merch to. Mark to give to Don. So hopefully he's getting the vibe. Butter, him up. Yeah. Yeah, butter him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any advice you would give your younger self, Jared?
1: Ooh, <clears throat> my advice for my younger self would help my younger self, but I don't know if I would give that advice to, your to someone self. of that age right now. Okay. Um, my advice to my younger self would be to stop caring so much in school. (laughs) 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 Like, uh, I used to stress out about that stuff all the time and school just was not for me. And, uh, like in high school, I used to just panic about like, what am I going to do with my life? And, oh um, I had like, I had some like health issues when I was like 16, 17, 18. So I was out of school a lot. And then the school system just absolutely failed me where, uh, when I was out of school that like, I came back and they were like, all right, well, here's a test on everything you didn't learn. And I was oh, like, what what the hell? <laughs> so, so like, so like I didn't do great in the second half of high school, I didn't get into a good college right out of high school. And I thought like, all right, well, that's it. Like this, this three year window of time where like junior year, senior year of high school, I didn't do great. And then I didn't get into a good college, um, like right out of high school. And I was like, well, that's it. I'm toast. Like there's no way that you can (laughs) succeed now if you don't have like a good degree from a good school. And that's just couldn't be further from the truth. Oh yeah, I, I would never encourage other people to, not do their best in school but i would give the advice of if that's not the case there's if a different you find, path. yeah like if, yeah, if yeah. school's not for you that doesn't mean that your life is over and you have to go work at a grocery store and that's the rest <laughs> of your life like there are other ways in life that you can succeed <clears throat> like right now i'm sure that there are a lot of people that have great um you know, well-paying jobs, people that I went to school with, but like, I don't think that anyone else is like more successful. I I barely graduated.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, Like I barely graduated. So that would be the advice is that, Hey, school might not be going great right now. It's not for everybody. Okay. It's not for everybody. Yeah. It's not the end all be all.
0: Yeah. All right, Jared, you got to face Bregman, Alex Bregman with the wiffle ball. Um, Hmm. Got him swing and miss, but he ended up going yard. Uh, I know that is definitely a highlight of what you've done, but who do you think you could actually strike out in wiffle ball that's in the league? Aaron Judge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a a little lighter, lighter.
1: (laughs) Stanton would be too easy. I wouldn't even, I would feel bad doing this. At least, like, Aaron Judge would be like a little bit of a challenge before it inevitably happened. Like, Stan would just be three pitches. See you later. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Love the Yankee slander.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's just facts. It's just facts. Uh, So, like, the whole thing with, like, that wiffle ball thing that we did was um, that we were doing it from, like, 42 feet. Like, we Googled, like, the official, like, wiffle ball mound distance, and it was (laughs) 42 feet. Um, So, from 42 feet, the... 82 mile an hour fastball that Bregman hit to him looked like 119 Jeez. or something. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what makes it all the more impressive is like so that was technically the second at bat. We showed both. Like the first at bat was when I got the swing and miss and I got two strikes on him. I got two strikes on Bregman and then there is a pitch like down in the away that He claims was a ball. It definitely (laughs) hit like the outside corner. Like I, I didn't even want it anyway. Like if I, if I didn't strike him out swinging, I didn't want it. Yeah. So it was a debatable strike three looking, but he (laughs) he took all of the pitches pretty much. Like he had the one swing and miss. Every other pitch he just took. Yeah. So little did I know he's he's just he's tracking it. He's he's Mm -hmm. trying to time it. And uh, I mean, that's just so I talked to who is it? Uh, I talked to J.D. Martinez after the Bregman home run. And I was like, it's fucking crazy." Can I swear on this? Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like it's fucking crazy that he was able to see that time it and square it up. And J.D. was just like, you know, we're all big league hitters. Like we can we can time like a moving yeah. train. Like if you give us <laughs> enough time like we can time it and and be able to hit it. So, yeah, I mean, all credit to him. I mean, I, that's the thing though, like Bregman that year like statistically was like the second best offensive player in Major League Baseball. Yeah. So, a guy like him could do it. I don't know that every big leaguer can do it. Could do it, yeah. So, sure. There's got to be several big leaguers that I could strike out if to them, it looks like I'm throwing 119. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trevor. Yep.
1: <Go> Jared.
0: <laughs> why was
1: Barstool the best fit for you when that was coming around? Um, so I started there in 2014. And um, when I first started, my blog was 2006. I was a junior in high school. And uh, back then, <clears throat> if you wanted to be a writer professionally, you had to go to a newspaper like you had to write for the Boston Globe, the Boston Herald, the Providence Journal. There was there were like there were blogs, but it was not a career path. Um, so I started to I originally I originally wrote how I wrote now, just like I didn't swear back then. My mom wrote, read my stuff. <laughs> and, uh, so I was kind of writing as a fan. And then as the years kind of progressed, I was like, all right, well, <clears throat> I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to write like I'm in the press box, but I'm not, but I'm going to write like a beat writer because I'm practicing to eventually get hired mm-hmm. by one of these newspapers. Cause I want to do this for a living. And you know, if I have to, you know sound like them to get a job then like that's what i gotta do yeah so i mean like it was doing well on myspace like because that's where i started like i started on like myspace because i didn't know how to build a website so you could originally like post blogs on myspace and build an audience and whatever and it was all just like built in there um but then eventually i'm just i built like a website with help from one of my buddies and uh I was like writing, like I was in the press box. And then I got hired by this, um, they were not, not a magazine, but like they were, it was called like the New England sports, the New England baseball journal is what it was called. They were like a monthly like magazine, but it was like a newspaper type deal. So I was writing for their um, paper print. And then also they adopted my blog. And they wanted more of like a newspaper type style. And I was like, well, that's not really my style. Like I'm not <clears throat> um, like I'm a, I am a fan of the team that I'm covering. And like, I, I think it's valuable to let people know that. Like if, yeah. I, if I'm a Red Sox fan, I don't care what a Mets fan has to say about the Red Sox. Like, Why would I care? Like you don't care the same way that I care. Like, you're not passionate about it. You're just talking about whatever you see. And, like, that's great. Maybe it's valuable. Maybe it's not. Um, But we butted heads a lot in that first year. And I was like, all right, like, this isn't for me. Like, I don't want to do this. Um, So 2013, I was kind of just like, I was like, out. I didn't want to do it anymore. And um, that was the year that the Red Sox won the World Series again. And, like, that team was so fun. And so Which I is our I just, fucking
0: city. Yeah. What a boost is. of energy.
1: <laughs> yeah. So like 2012, the Red Sox were in last place. It was Bobby V, like people were getting traded, people were fighting each other. It was it was all drama, all negativity. And I was like, I hate this. So um in 2013, like that was like the year that I've written the least. Like I was like, I don't like I'm gonna write if I feel like it, and I just never really felt like it. And then when they got to the playoffs, that's when I started writing again. And then like what I wrote after they won the world series, I still think that's like the best blog that I've ever written was after they won in 13. And, uh, I kind of just went back to like, all right, well, I've given up on this being a career. Like, I don't want to like do this for money anymore. I'd rather just do it the way that I want to do it. And if people like it, great. And if they don't, I don't care. So I did that. For 2014. And then that's that's when Dave was like, Do you want to be our Red Sox guy? And I was like, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you mean like I can get paid and write the way that I want at the same time? And it's like, Yeah. So I mean, when I first started at Barstool, I think I was making like five hundred bucks a month. Like it was it was part-time. Like I didn't go, they didn't bring me on full-time like salary until 2016, like before that season. Um So, yeah, I mean, it was like a slow progression type deal, but that was like the first time that someone was out there offering someone like me an actual job to not change. Exactly. Yeah. How big
0: was Barstool then? Like, because I know it's
1: huge on the East Coast, but West Coast is generally kind of just spread out and you've got all
0: of us like on notice and stuff. So how big was Barstool kind of then?
1: Padres fans hate Barstool. It's crazy. It's crazy. Every time, like,
0: I think. um... I hate everyone. It's not just Barstool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Padres fan. I hate Padres Twitter. It is terrible. Yeah, there's
1: good corners of Padres Twitter. But, like, I think last year we put out the Tatis face of baseball T-shirt. And then, like they were calling me like a grifter. They were like, "This dude's just out here for like a money grab, and like don't <laughs> support him." And I was like, "You don't understand the irony of what you're saying because exactly. they were they were pointing people in the direction of these like other Padres fans that were putting out these like bootleg Tatis T-shirts." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yo, we gotta uh, we gotta deal with the Players Association. So like, yeah. if you." buy our t-shirts tatis is actually getting broken off here whereas like yeah you're just putting money in craig from san diego's (laughs) pocket over here which is fine if that's what you want to do but they thought that like you know they're like yeah like they they never had our backs when like we weren't good and now they're trying to make money off us now that we're good and i was like i kept proving them wrong in every corner i was like here's a picture of me and at petco park wearing a a a carabas padres authentic jersey when you guys were not good like (laughs) but what else do you need to for me to validate that like hey uh by the way like when i sell like t-shirts for barstool i see zero pennies from that zero i personally make zero (laughs) dollars the only way that i make money is if we sell like a ton and i hit a bonus but like that's usually like around like Christmas time or like the, yeah. um, uh, Telephone Black things. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Like stuff like that. And even then, like I, I haven't hit a last time I hit a merch bonus was the, when the Red Sox won the world series. <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't, don't think that I am making money off of your teams. All I'm doing is listening to Twitter and they're like, dude, make some Braves merch, like make some Brewers <laughs> merch. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not, I, I don't care. Like I don't make any extra money. Like I'm doing that for you guys. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I just got like villainized by Padres Twitter when I'm like, hey, like you have a really cool, exciting player. I bet you'd want to like rep him when you go to the games. Here's a T-shirt that like I designed so that you guys can wear that to the games. They're like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's been my experience with Padres Twitter. But what was the original question? (laughs) How big was Barstool when you joined? Oh, uh, it was big in Boston. It was, I mean, obviously not as big now. I mean, I would say popularity-wise. In 2014, um, it was probably like 15% of what it is now. Uh, it's huge now. But in Boston, it was it was very big in Boston. Like me going to Barstool, like that announcement even back then, it was I, about- yeah, that was a big deal. Um like people were like, dude, like, are you ready for your life to change forever? And I was <laughs> like, I guess. Um, so that yeah, it was a it was a big deal back then just because I was a Boston guy. But I mean, if they had hired me and I was, you know, uh covering the angels, like no one would have cared. <laughs> They'd be yeah, like, What, what yeah. is Barcelona? And even <laughs> even when we were um like it's changed recently in terms of like when I go to other cities, like people notice, but even as recently as 2018, when I went to the world series in in LA, I could walk around LA and no one knew who I was like, no it's wild to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But now like, it depends on what I'm there for. Like I, I went to Denver of all cities for like the all-star game and it was crazy. Like we couldn't move two feet, but like, it's a baseball crowd. Like it's not. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Like it depends on like who you are, what event you're there for. And, and all that. It's very, it's very oddly specific to like, walk outside and not know if you're famous today.
0: <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Well, fast forwarding from 2014 to now, uh, you got par- podcasts starting nine, Colin Poppy. Is there one dream guest you'd have dead or alive? That Barry you on today?
1: Lamar Bonds. Barry oh, Bonds. yeah. <laughs> oh, if I could sit down with Barry, like some of these – um, when we do interviews for like starting nine, section 10, it's like 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever. Like you get in, you you get out, and you cover the basics. The Call Him Poppy show, um, the first episode, they were just like, All right, so um, it's just you and Poppy. Like you're just going to interview him, and he's going to give you as much time as you want. And I was like, Cool. And they are like, that was did, the you, best episode. did you? Yeah, they were like, Did you prep for It was this? the best episode. <laughs> it was great. Yes. And they're like, did you yeah. like how much prep did you do for this? And I was like, none. And they're Your like entire oh. life. <laughs> they're like, what? They're like, you know that like, you know, he's never done anything like this before. Like, he's given you like as much time as you need. Like, and I was like, Yep. And they're like, oh. and you did zero prep. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we t- I got to talk to him. It was like an hour and 45 minutes. There was like one question where um I was like, what year did you think was the most like challenging for you mentally? And it was like 2009. Uh, it was a while before I hit my first home run. And I was like, yeah, May 20th. And he was like, how the fuck you know that? <laughs> 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 and, uh, so the interview that we did yesterday was with Pedro. Oh, and uh, so we were like up on a roof in Boston. And I forget what I said but like I I did that thing again where I just like pulled like a random date or a random number out of my ass (laughs) and, and like poppy stops the interview and he's like, see, this guy's an asshole. Like, he, <laughs> yeah. He's like, how are you knowing all that shit? So, like, it's very funny, like doing those interviews. But like, I would love to do like a long form something like with Poppy because I feel like that's the only way like Barry's going to do something Definitely. like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's he's not going to want to sit down with someone that he doesn't know. I don't even know if they have a relationship, but I'm sure he's more willing to sit down and be honest with a former player yeah. who is like a hall of fame yeah, caliber, that caliber player
0: they're on the same site like, yeah. yeah
1: it's like you've also been villainized in the in the media before and you know what it's like as a lefty power hitter like what it takes to to hit 500 home runs barrier hits 700 but um <laughs> yeah i think that that would be fascinating to, how did
0: how did colin poppy get like about like like that seems wild to me like yeah big poppies yeah (laughs) Yeah. that makes sense (laughs) yeah um
1: so i was uh i just moved to new york i moved to new york in august of 2017 and then that december we had our christmas party at this bar right down the street from where my apartment was and i was in the bathroom and this dude just walks up to me and he like, he's like, Hey man, are you Jack Robbins? And I was like, yeah, what's up, dude? Nice to meet you. And he was like, he's like, he's like, I work with David Ortiz. And I was like, sick, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, how many I can't people, believe how it. many people work for David. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're excited to meet me, a nobody and you want to like, be like, yeah, like, I, let me, what can I say to impress this guy? It's like, I work for David Ortiz. It's like, well, like, what does that mean like do you like you get his coffee like what, what is that like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you, yeah like how close are you and then he whips out his phone and shows me that he is like has poppy's like instagram and twitter like logged into his phone and i was like oh i was like so you've got the <laughs> nuclear launch codes like you must be <laughs> Trust pretty high source. up yeah, yeah you're very trusted by david um so we exchanged information and we just kept in touch like over the years and um last summer i was like out to dinner and like he hit me up and was like he's like hey poppy's trying to get into the podcast game and i was like in general or like with with barstool and he's like no like like with you and like barstool and i was like what? okay yeah I was, like, <laughs> I, and like even then like i don't like I, I don't get excited for things until they happen i don't stress you do, out about things you until so. Yeah. Like I, I don't stress out about things until I know that I have to deal with them. So I was like, cool, man. Yeah. All right. Um, I was like, I'll put you in touch with Erica and we'll set up a meeting next week and, you know, we'll see what happens, whatever. Like I, I doubt this is going to happen, especially cause like Ortiz, such a big name yeah, exactly. it's like, what is, what are they going to want money wise is Barstool going to be willing to pay it? Like, is like, what's going on here? Like, so, but I didn't ask any questions. I never involved myself. I never like checked in to be like, oh, like how close are we? Like what? I just kind of just set up the meeting. They had it. They kept in touch for. I mean, that must have been June of last summer, and then we didn't get greenlit until March of this year, and um, I remember I was I was in like the Barstool office in like November last fall, and. I was like asking Erica, I was like, well, uh, is this happening? Is this not happening? And she's like, yeah, I don't think so. Like we, oh. <laughs> and, and And it was like, you know, we, it was like a whole thing. So I was very surprised when it happened, but I didn't even have time to like celebrate that it was happening because it was how I found out was I got like an email. It was like, Oh, we booked you a flight to Miami, and I was like, for fucking what? <laughs> like, oh, uh, like Call him Poppy episode one, like you're going to Miami on Friday. It was like Wednesday. They're like, yeah, you're going to Miami on Friday for episode one. And I was like, um, okay, like awesome, I like, guess. Yeah, so yeah, it came together pretty quick, but it was. Uh, I never thought I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna happen for
0: sure. That's wild too, cause Big Poppy like was shot and had life almost ending you know so it's yeah. so crazy yeah. and so cool that he gets to share his stories and everything. yeah yeah
1: he's he's great i mean like the thing about poppy <clears throat> is that like he he treats everyone like they're just normal ass people and like he he acts like an he doesn't dress like a normal person but he <laughs> yeah, acts I like a normal that. person yeah he'll walk into a room and he'll make everyone feel welcome and he's very approachable and uh Though just the friendliest guy. And like you can tell, like there were there were days where like when we flew to Miami to do the Tatis interview, um, like we got in, did the Tatis interview at the Padres team hotel, went from the team hotel to like this random college baseball field and <laughs> we were like it was a 15 second commercial it Mm. took like three hours to shoot it was in like the middle of the sun (laughs) and like, like we would have to like take turns like coming in and out of the clubhouse to like get out of the sun and like shoot different like parts of the commercial and i could tell like he was like come on like let's let's wrap this up like this is like a whole like this is a whole to do but i mean he never said it out loud like he just you know he does he's a he's a super pro um And yeah, I mean, it's just been it's been like a dream come true to be able to do that show with him.
0: Oh, yeah. I I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Tati's, is he just the coolest guy ever or what? He's legitimately
1: (laughs) the coolest guy of all time. Like uh, he's you can tell he's I don't want to say shy, but he's so unassuming, but he can't come across as unassuming because he's huge. Like he's yeah. listed at six three, he's not. He's like six five. He's way. T- like, he I think Ortiz is six three, and he's taller than Ortiz. So yeah, yeah I don't you know. He felt why like a or... foot
0: above me. Met <laughs> yeah, him. he just felt like a yeah. legit. His head was a head above mine.
1: Like yeah, like that's wild. that's the the. Uh... I get that line all the time from people when I meet them. They're like, Hey, you're not as, you're not as short as I thought you were. And it's like, yeah, because my job <laughs> is to like interview and take pictures with dudes that are six five, all yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like five of 11 is not, uh, like, I wouldn't consider myself to be tall, but you would never see a dude an inch short of six feet walking down the street and be like, look at that midget. Like you you wouldn't do that. So it's like, whatever makes me seem taller in person, I guess I'll take it. But yeah, Tatis was great. And, uh, very, like I said, like you can tell he knows that he's good. Like he knows, like I am one of the best, if not the best player in baseball right now. Um, but I don't need to tell you that because if you just watch me, you'll know. Like yeah. that type of confidence is scary, yeah. <laughs> scary. You gotta yeah, get yourself some
0: chains. That. You know, it's disrespectful not wearing the chain. That's what they said. And I was like, <laughs> bro, I was
1: like, this necklace is 10. 10- Rack. Like, <laughs> I was like, sorry, I don't have like a down payment on a house to spend on a necklace right now. But like,
0: this is not like I got this out of a gumball machine. Yeah. <laughs> God. Out of every, everything you've done, everyone you've met, what's your personal best memory? Mm. You got a lot of names that you've talked to, oh, yeah. a lot of things yeah. you've done, duck boats, championships. The duck boats is number one. Has I mean, <laughs>
1: like, it's it, it, like you guys are obviously big baseball fans. I'm a big baseball fan, and I was never great at baseball. Like, I never played past high school. I was, a, I was a pretty good, decent high school baseball player, but I found a way because I got in front of it early enough. When I was 16 years old, I was like, hey, buddy, you're not getting drafted. And... <laughs> You're not going to catch on somewhere that you're not going to meet a scout at a bar one day who's going to get you signed by the <laughs> Seattle Mariners. You're going to work your way up. And there is no story like that for you.
0: How could you tell yourself that, though? When you threw no hitters. Six. I did. All-Star yes. game.
1: Yes. Yeah. I. Yep. No hit the Revere All-Star team. You can still hear the screams when you go. down. Street, you know, <laughs> put your ear close enough to the ground. You can still hear them. Um, but I was like very self-aware and I was like, I, I got to find a way to stay in baseball somehow. I was like, is it the front office? Is it writing? Like, I don't know. I just want to, I want baseball to stay in my life forever. So for a dude that was never really that good at the game, I have received a world series ring from a major league baseball team. So I got a bobblehead I got a bobblehead night from the Red Sox single a team okay. and like,
0: yeah, I have a baseball was,
1: card. I have a, I have a tops baseball card Wow! <laughs> and I got to be not just like, like they, like when they, cause I mean, I've seen four of them now. Sorry to brag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other world series parades that I've been to, they have a duck boat where I like the media's on it or like the family, like the family will be like underneath and the players will be on top or whatever. Not only did I get to be in the world series parade, like I got treated like I was on the fucking team. (laughs) There were people in the crowd wearing like section 10 t-shirts. There were dudes that were holding up stay hot rocket signs in the crowd. People were like, I was standing next to JD Martinez who is arguably the best offensive player on the team. Yep. And people are going, <laughs>
0: fucking
1: goal! I'm like, dude, this is J.D. right here. <laughs> <laughs> so like never had a single. Like professional baseball, never mind, like moment, like or accomplishment, like I, I never had a, a single second as one period, but I got to like experience all the cool things that, you would if you were a championship like superstar Players. baseball player yeah. yeah like when i go to fenway people want to take pictures like people had signs and we're cheering at the parade got the ring got the baseball card got the bobblehead night i have no complaints if i died tomorrow i would be like <laughs> we did it Content we did it. it we fooled yeah. them we, yep. we, we pulled a fast one on society. <laughs> we basically got to get the superstar MLB player treatment, and we were not. We were not a MLB superstar. <laughs> no. Like, we didn't even come close, but we got treated that way. So that's a win. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know how we ever top that unless we just do it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why their memory is a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's so sick,
1: which is cool because uh, we're still the waiting Red for our Sox... first one.
0: Yeah, you... <laughs> it's coming.
1: It's coming. Uh, so the Red Sox this year, they they had one of those 360 cameras on the duck boat. And they put the footage on an Oculus and gave it to me. Oh. So I I can relive oh. the best day of my life. No way. Sitting,
0: like I'm there again. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like it's, just get a couple of beers in you and you're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's
1: it's almost like reliving it for the first time because half of it I don't actually remember. There was uh, <laughs> I saw I was at the game on Friday night and I ran into Jason Veritek's wife and she was like she was like yeah like like we don't have a ton of pictures together. I was like we don't have like any pictures together. She's like yeah we do and she like pulled up a picture on her phone. And I was like, when the fuck is that? <laughs> and she was like, oh, that was that was like after the duck boats came in and everyone got off the duck boats and we took a picture in the tunnel. And I was like, I don't remember even <laughs> seeing you that day. Like, I don't even remember running into you. Like any conversations that we had, like does not exist in my brain. Um, but yeah, no, great time. And I would I would recommend uh, you guys finding a way into the the Padres World Series <laughs> championship yeah. celebration. <laughs> but you saw we won
0: possible. one one playoff game or two playoff games. We had a oh, it's crazy. massive parade. So yes. we're ready. City San Diego's <laughs> yeah. ready. Yeah. yeah, you guys
1: you guys are practicing your parades. And I mean, if if that ever happens, if the Padres like make a run, whether it be this year or, you know, in the future, I am. Definitely coming back to San Diego. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. can't wait for that. Can't yeah. wait for that. We'll I've buy you a beer. Twice. We'll buy oh, you a beer. I love that. Yeah. us multiple beers. Peco's so <laughs> nice, too.
0: How, how do you rank Petco? Yeah. Where do you rank um, Petco?
1: So I can't accurately rate it because I've never been to San Francisco. I've been uh, to the city, but I haven't been to Oracle. Okay. And everyone says yeah. it's like Oracle is 1A and Petco is 1B. Like those are the two that everyone puts up top i love cores um i feel like cores doesn't get enough credit because everyone wants to it has like a negative connotation to it because the balls fly out and it's like that has nothing to do with the aesthetic of the ballpark yeah exactly yeah like that's not and also who complains about home runs going 470 feet why is that a bad thing (laughs) um but yeah, I would put it very high in terms of the, in terms of the ballparks that I've actually been to. I mean, it's interchangeable Coors field and Petco park are like one, two. All
0: right. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I so loved cool. it there. And they were, were heading so cool Oracle to at the end of the month. Are you for the last, last series of the game Padres giants. Hopefully there's some playoff implications Ooh. there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see that. I mean, it's, I would imagine that that's going to be meaningful for one, if not both of those teams. Yes. Oh
0: yeah, I hope yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful the
1: Padres, there. You know I what was really cool up. when I went to Petco. Um, I forget his name, and I'm such an asshole for not remembering. Um, there's this dude that he worked for the Padres, and he brought me into the team store, and he was like, "Pick out whatever you want," and I was like, "For real?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, go ahead." And I wish I I wish that that happened like now because i would <laughs> definitely get way more shit but um i got i got like tony gwynn baseball socks i got a tony gwynn bobblehead i got like a ken caminetti bobblehead um i think i got like the uh the padres like camo um father's day s- baseball socks <laughs> like yeah. i have those somewhere. <laughs> And then they custom made me like a Padres Jersey with like my name and number on the back. So, um, that's so sick. Yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. And uh yeah, it, like when I was there, Tatis was hurt. So he wasn't playing, but um yeah, it was a, it was a top notch experience to get to that ballpark. And then like, they were super nice. Like as far as like, you know, a team being like, Hey, this guy's here. Like, let's, let's, let's do something special. Like I would put the Padres like right near the top. Yeah.
0: They're pretty, they're always pretty good at trying to do things like that. Yeah. The games they, they shout see. out, try to shout out every famous person there. I feel like. really, Yes. Yeah. They, they love it. I mean, well, cause the Padres didn't have a national attention forever. It was, you know, we were a bad baseball team. So
1: yeah. They play bad baseball.
0: It. Nope. Famous people don't want to show up. So <laughs> Yeah. Are there are there famous Padres fans? Uh, um, not uh, really. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard without a championship. But, I mean, when I was there, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, like the people who li- live in San Diego, like off-season-wise, they, they're yeah. there for games every now and then.
1: So, question for you guys. Um, were you guys friends originally, or did you guys meet through Padres Twitter? No, all oh, friends. High school.
0: All high school friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I don't think I could be able to stand a Padres Twitter guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um they, they're super aggressive. They're super aggressive.
0: And they don't know much, so it's hard. Yeah, they see what's up front, not the whole picture. Yeah. It's horse. it's weird because like, I mean,
1: I get it. I get I mean they're wrong, but like I get it when they're like, Oh, you're just trying to make money off us now that now that we're like a, a good baseball team, and it's like, well. Like, that's kind of how that works.
0: That's how that's how it happens. That's, yeah. It's
1: called supply and demand. Like there was, <laughs> there was no demand for Padres merch two years ago. There just wasn't. So yeah. now there is, and we're trying to give it to you. Like it's, that's, that's the demand. So here's the supply. But yeah, the people that were like coming at me personally, I was like, dude, I don't like it. I, I never tweeted it, but I really wanted to be like, I don't make any money from this. <laughs> zero dollars, zero dollars. So I'm just, yeah. Uh i mean i i still have the shirt like i wear that's what but i I, I have it I, I, yeah. like i make shirts that i want to wear and if other people want to wear them too that's great but if you don't i don't care Like, <laughs> yeah. customize. like the Vladdy shirt was great um i love like all the, the, the legend ones. series yeah, yeah we yeah, need the more, legend of these. Series. more of these yes yes like yeah. that and that sucks because i wanted to uh I wanted to do more of those, but the guy who designs them, has like a million different projects. And originally we were supposed to do 10 to launch the season and then five every month. And we just did the 10 to launch the season. So it's like, yeah, it sucks. But like all those shirts, I was
0: like, yeah, I would wear each and every one of those. And I have one of each. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. All right, let's wrap it up. you want to ask the last question? Yeah. What is the biggest name in your cell phone? Hmm.
1: I mean, I guess now it's David Ortiz. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess besides like the obvious, like I could, I could go through right now, just like randomly shout out some contacts as I see them and scroll by. I, I like think, that even better. Probably <laughs> probably Dave. <laughs> I was thinking Dave, maybe. Well, yeah, ob- that's obvious. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Portnoy counts. Um, Rocco Baldelli's in here. All right. Nice. Got uh, him on. Daniel Bard's in here. Love his um, story. Daniel Bard. That's awesome. Uh, so cool Trevor, to have him back. Trevor Bauer, we're not allowed to say that name right now. Yeah, yeah not allowed to
0: say that. And or on this podcast either. So. No. Nope. <laughs> uh,
1: Andrew Benintendi, Bo Bichette, Shane Bieber. Um, Big Cass. He used to be in the WWE. Enzo zone Cass. <laughs> um, Heim Bloom. Heim. I am uh, nice. Aaron Boone. Uh-oh. Oh. With the enemy. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Archie Bradley. Uh, Alex Bregman. Hey. Alex Bregman's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Great what. contact. That picture His he dad. posted the
0: other day was so funny of like the castaway beard. Uh, Alex yeah. Bregman before he came back. Oh, that was yeah. hilarious.
1: Bregman's dad is. A, a quality human being um yeah he's a dude that uh
0: he is unapologetically himself <laughs> so is it hard when you have to criticize all your friends that are in the league like yeah have- i just don't <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. love to talk about him <laughs>
1: yeah i plead the fifth um yeah i mean like there's some guys that it's like you you can't avoid it like when when yelich was struggling bad last year like we we had to like talk about it because it was such a like you're such an important player for the brewers and when oh alex cooper might be the answer to that question yeah now oh, no. wow. oh calling daddy mother yeah, cooper all right, yeah. like in terms of popularity right now it's it's her in portnoy and i i would imagine that if one person said hey uh i have this like ten thousand person stadium to do like a live speaking i, I bet she fills it up first
0: yes all right. All right. she yeah. is huge right now just yeah. sign that spotify deal yeah mm, money
1: yeah. huge um so i'm gonna say alex cooper after all that after all the baseball players in there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the girl that that's talks a great about answer dicks, um <laughs> Alex Cooper's my pick. Um, but yeah, it like there, there's times where you obviously have to. And I think from any conversations that I've had with players about it, they're cool with it. They're like, we listen, we get it. You can't, you can't like hype us up if we're, if we suck. And if we suck, then we know we suck.
0: Yeah,
1: It's, it's not like we're in denial about sucking. So if you've got to say it, Because like you're getting pressure from people to be like, why won't you say this? Or why won't you say that? Like, trust me, we get it. As long as you do it in a way that isn't like mean or malicious. And sometimes Mm. I still do that. Sometimes I'll do that. Like, (laughs) like, I'll be like, get this guy off my team. (laughs) um, It's never someone that I know personally. Like, I mean, if I know you personally, like I'm never going to be like, get this guy off my team. Like this guy sucks. Like that would just be weird. It'd be be super weird. Um, But yeah, I think now... When I first started, it was the blog. Like you had to write the blogs and you wanted to be edgy. And it was almost like wanting to gain acceptance from other media outlets because like other media outlets would look at you and not take you seriously. But then if you if you said the things that they wanted to say but couldn't because of their restrictions with like a newspaper or something, then it's like, oh wow, like this guy, this guy's like raw and he, he can just he doesn't give a shit. I like that. little different now like now you're you're trying to maintain good relationships with the players because the money is in podcasting and videos so why would i shit on a player that if he came on the podcast it would do really well which is good for us Mm -hmm. like makes no sense like i don't like if i throw out like a blog that this guy sucks and here are the reasons x y and z it's like okay 20 5,000 people maybe read that blog and then they go about their day. Uh, they're not like donating money after reading the blog. But if you get that person on the podcast to talk about their struggles and how like difficult it is and this and that, like that's, that's where the money's at. So I think it, it went from, it's still, I guess, a form of journalism, but it went from one form of journalism to another where you're writing, you're covering these topics to, I, I guess now I, I would refer to myself more as like entertainment. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not yeah, yeah. it's For not sure. journalism. It is, but it's not. It's more entertainment than it is like. Here's I'm not a reporter, and yeah, yeah. so uh, but which I find more enjoyable. Like I I I always compare it to like when AMC does the uh um they would do like Breaking Bad, and then they would do like the talk shows after. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like they yeah. Would yeah. Do like the Talking Dead after Walking Dead. Like I prefer that the podcast that I do at least like section 10 and starting nine, like Colin, Poppy is its own thing. Like Colin, mm. Poppy is the show. Like Colin, Poppy yeah. is like the Netflix series. Um, But starting nine and section 10, those are more the talk shows after the show. Like mm-hmm. you watch the games yeah. and then you want to like talk about them after. Yeah, that's more sense. entertainment. So, yeah, that's how I view it. And um, I, I think it's it's much easier to maintain relationships with players that way.
0: hmm. All right, well, Jared, this was awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. Like, yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate this so much. Um, of course. Any advice you'd give us? W- last question. My bad. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean, I would. For you said your your episodes are in the '60s right now. Yeah, yeah. something yeah.
0: like that.
1: And you've only had two guests. Yes. Yeah. Keep pursuing guests because. Uh-huh. I think and and use the the social clip to your advantage. Um, like I know that you're recording these and you'll have the video. Yeah. So it's like if you if there's like a a like a clip that's interesting or something that you know that your guest will share, tweet it out. Like if it's like a minute long and you have a guest, tweet it out, tag them. Hope that they share it. And if yeah. you have a guest on, I'm assuming that they have followers that would mm-hmm. be interested in the rest of your content so yeah use your guests to your advantage i mean like that's that's why they're they're coming on like Better they, they, they yeah. want to help you like yeah like yeah. I, I you know if it's um if it's someone like especially like in major league baseball uh like they they're there to help you guys so use that to your advantage where like if you can tweet out a video tag a minute and like they want to share it like if they said something that they want to amplify on their social media channels that that helps them out. And then filtering followers back to you guys, that helps you guys out. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. We appreciate it, man. Jared, the rocket say hot hot. rocket. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank you guys. We out.